Hi, I'm Pastor Dallas Billington, Senior Pastor here at City Church, and we want to welcome you today to our services. We hope that no matter what you're facing in life, that through the message today, through God's Word, He will truly encourage your heart. You know, I want you to turn uh, in your Bibles today. We're going to look at just two different passages, two different verses on. Uh, the first verse we're going to look at, 1 Corinthians chapter 2 and verses uh, 12 and 13. And we're going to look at God's word today on, on how that we can be free, how we can be free to live. Free to live. Let's pray. Jesus, all of us here today, all those that are watching, Father, we have so much on our minds today. Everything that's going on in the world, everything that's going on in the United States from the pandemic to the election to people are hurting and loss of jobs. Lord, give us encouragement today and hope through your word. Father, we're thankful that no matter what happens, we can open your word up. Father, you give us hope in Jesus' name. Amen. Free to live. You know, uh, years ago, if I was going to maybe do a message on this, people would, you know, or church congregation would kind of, oh, okay, whatever, free to live, you know. And uh, we look at it different today, don't we? We, we are going through a time that uh, we've never had our freedoms to where we couldn't do or not do or go or not go. We've always had that freedom, you know, and I said to somebody years ago, and I, I don't know why I said this. I said, you know, I think it's going to get to the place. I don't know what will happen. I didn't, I'm not a prophet or anything. I thought, you know, the way society's going and the way things are looking security-wise, that we would get to the place to where we would have to have permission to travel state to state. And, you know, it's almost really gotten that way. And we've, we really have taken... As we look back, we really have taken so much of our freedom for granted. You know, you know the, probably the greatest experience of freedom we all can relate with or, or experienced is you couldn't wait till you got your driver's license, right? Boy, you were just going to do, mom and dad would just not know what was going to go on there when, once you had your light, right? You know, and I can remember, you know, now you call me once you get, once you get there, you call. You know, I want to make sure, you know, and, and all those different things. But um, anyways, you know, on a serious note too, as we look to, to God's word, I heard this, this, this statistic, and you know, I never will tell you, like, who to vote for, who not to vote for, this and that, but I, I, I believe we have to vote what honors God and, and let you, your grown adults, to make those decisions. But, you know, I heard a statistic this week I couldn't hardly believe. La the last presidential election, I believe since I was 18, I voted in every presidential election. The last presidential election... 40 million professed Christians didn't vote. I, I couldn't believe that. It makes sense because there's so many people profess to be a Christian in the United States and they average it out who voted, who didn't vote, and did all those things. So I, I'm going to, I think, believe that. I thought, what, what is that? that? That's taking for granted. And I thought, here's what I thought. What would our founding fathers thought 
What would their thought process be? They, they came all the way over and their freedoms were everything they did to fight for and get away from the anarchy. And they came over here for freedom of religion. And to think if they, if they would have known hundreds and hundreds of years later that there would be 40 million professed Christians that didn't vote. Freedom. We, we cannot, I cannot stress enough that, that about that freedom. But I, I want you to know this today, that we have a freedom that many people don't have. No matter what someone tries to do, we are always free as a believer. We're free spiritually. It's interesting. You know, a lot of people quote that verse, you know, you know the truth, the truth will set you free, right? And we've heard it quoted many times for, in, in many different ways and different things. But you always, Scripture always defines Scripture. You know the truth and the truth sets you free. What did Jesus say in John 14? He tells us he is the way, the truth, and the life. If you know the truth, the truth will set you free. If you know Jesus, Jesus will, he is the truth. He is the one who sets us free, who keeps us free. It's not all the different things that we hear, you know, the words financial freedom, you hear all those things, and then you see people that are so financial free and they're miserable. Not everybody, I'm just saying that many are. I, I'm saying because if we base our freedom on anyone else but Jesus, we're going to be disappointed spiritually. Look at, look at what the Bible tells us in, in 1 Corinthians chapter 2. 1 Corinthians chapter 2 and verses 12 through 13. Now, we have received not the spirit of the world, but the spirit who is from God, that we might know the things that have been given freely that have been freely given to us by God. These things we also speak not in words which man's wisdom teaches, but which the Holy Spirit teaches, comparing spiritual things with spiritual things. Now, I want you to notice something very important in verse 12. Now, we have received not the spirit of the world, but the spirit who is from God. Here it is, that we might know the things that we might know. So there's a chance that we won't know. What, what is that about? You and I, we, we are facing, everybody faces some type of problem, some type of difficulty. And now more than ever, there is just, everybody I talk to, you get the same thing. There's just this unbelievable stress that's happening. It's overwhelming in our society. Talk to strangers, you talk to friends, you talk to family. There's this stress, not only what you're facing, but what the world is facing, what the United States is facing with a pandemic, what we're facing with an election coming up. And there's just, there's just this stress you seem like you just can't get rid of. I'm here to share with you today that you can have a way in your life to be free to live. And what is that? That you might know. There's two things that we stress all the time if you, here if you watch or you're here today at City Church. One is the Holy Spirit, which I just said. The Holy Spirit. Don't take for granted. I want to ask you a question. How many of you this week or how often this week did you think about the Holy Spirit that you have in your heart? 
That you, how often, I'm not here to get down on this. How, how much of a time did you realize the Holy Spirit is within me? Looking back on the week, and by his spirit, no matter what is happening with my kids at school, no matter what's happening with myself at work, relationships, whatever it might be, the Holy Spirit is there to encourage and always, always, it says we overcome anything in this life by our faith. That we might, we might, you and I have, if you can say it in this way, it's almost a danger that we look at it that we might not. Let's put in there that there's a chance this week. Why is that? Because there's two things at work that will help you overcome what you're going through. The Spirit of God, which he's given us, and right here, his word. Jesus, God's word says Jesus became flesh. He, be, he was the word that became flesh and dwelt among us. If you and I are willing to open his word up to us, he's your heavenly father. He knows exactly what you're going through. And he says in verse 13, these things we speak not in words which man's wisdom teaches, but by which the Holy Spirit teaches, comparing spiritual things with spiritual. I can guarantee you, if you don't have an answer to what's happening in your life, that when you go to God's word, you might not have the answer right now today. You can open his word up this week, but he's going to teach you to such a place that here, here it is, that when we're free to live, there's something that takes place through our spirit when we read his word that we know that we have a freedom and everything's going to be okay. It is a peace that you can't explain. See, there's a peace that you know that does what? Romans 5, 5 tells us. No matter what takes place, no matter what is happening, when you trust in Jesus, your hope in him will never, ever, promise, will never, ever be disappointed. You'll never be disappointed. So if you and I are willing to trust and wait, and, and he's going to teach you what, what you and I are going through right now, he's going to teach you that your freedom of, of what you're facing right now, that you feel like you might be in bondage of or you feel might, you just you just can't get away from. He's going to show you that you are free to live through what he's going to teach you in this time. You're free to live spiritually. In other words, you don't have the answer, but he's going to give you the peace. And he is eventually, by that hope that won't disappoint, he will give you the answer. Now, what stops us, and here's what I really want to get across today. What, what stops us from, from getting what I just said? Let me ask you a question, or let me just frame it this way. Do you know... Um, that you talk to yourself quite a bit every day? I mean, you talk to yourself a whole lot more than what you think. It's probably hours that you talk to yourself a day. <laughs> I, I want you to catch yourself this week, late at night, driving a car, whatever it may be. You talk to yourself a lot. And... and and we're just there, and it's going through your mind, all these different things. And, and guess what happens? Remember what we talk about at City Church? We talk about this. Where does the devil try to get you and I right here in our mind? 
So, whatever you're facing, whatever you're going through, what I just said that Jesus is going to help you with, he's going to teach you, and if you don't have the answer, right then he's going to give you the peace. He's going to give you the freedom to live because you're, you're relying on Jesus. Now, that being said, as we, as we talk to ourselves, we're going to look at another verse, and I want to bring this in, in 1 John chapter 3. One of the, my favorite verses in the New Testament, 1 John chapter 3. 1 John chapter 3, and we're, go, we're going to uh, look at verse 20 in just a minute. Now, let's get back to you talking to yourself, okay? Do you know the majority of your time that what you're hearing it's, it's negative. Do you know that? It, 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 that's planned by the devil. It's negative because we are, and the older we get, the more we're, we're going to look at the downside because we're able to look at everything. Well, this could happen this way. I don't know. It's been going on a long time. I don't know how this is going to work out. If I try this and do that, and by the end of the night, you're exhausted, right? Because you've talked yourself too much that day. And by talking to yourself too much, it's been, it's been all that it's, it's not going to work out because the devil has just been whacking and coming back. And he wants you to feel trapped in that way that you cannot have that freedom that, that he wants you to have in that joy experience every day. Because this life is going by so fast that if you and I aren't careful... Years will go by and you'll feel, why did I waste all that time dwelling and thinking about that and knowing how the Lord worked it out? Now, here's what I want you to grasp today. If you grasp this today more than anything else, because if you say freely given, what, is, what, is the, what does Jesus freely give us? Well, first of all, as Ben was leading us today, the Lord freely gives us our salvation. Anyone, no matter what has happened, no matter who you talked to, no matter where you were, you came to know Christ as your Savior. And others that you know, you can always share the gospel. No matter what someone's done, that's the free gift. That's his grace. We know that he gives us forgiveness and joy and peace, the fruits of the Spirit. That's what's been freely given to us. But more than anything else, say, here's what I want you to get. I want you to know what I just shared with you. If you can grasp this, it will help us overcome what we face. He gives us grace. Because you beat yourself up. You beat your, we beat ourselves up so much about who we are and where we are in life or we should have been here farther or we're not doing this the way we should as a family. You know, all these things. And you're just beaten down. Where's that come from? Well, I just said where it comes from, but where does the Bible tell us that? Well, let, let's look at a great passage that can give you hope today with this. 1 John chapter 3, verse 20 through 22. Let me just read verse 20 first. For if our heart condemns us, God is greater than our heart and knows all things. Wow. I use that so much when I talk to people, when people are feeling so down and so bad about what they're facing, what they're going through. I say, whoa, 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 wait a minute. You know, the good Lord, can, he looks at the whole picture. He sees everything. He says, quit, I, I tell him, quit beating up yourself for what's happened. Know what God's grace has done. It's an amazing passage. I believe it's in, in Ephesians chapter 2. Do you know when we go to heaven and we're there, it says in the ages to come, 
we will continue and we will still learn about his grace. That means all through, all through eternity. Do you know that every day that, you know, that I try to explain to people when heaven, heaven will be like every day is new. It's, it's, it's just new. Every day will be a new day. You'll experience something new. And then every day in heaven, you will be amazed. I will be amazed that, of that grace, unmerited favor that he gave and is still giving us. Know that he wants to do that for you and for me. If you condemn yourself in your mind and your heart and you're constantly doing it, catch yourself this week doing that and know that God is greater than your heart. He wants you to live free. He wants you to live with joy and peace even in the midst of adversity of what you're facing right now. And let's continue. We'll close in just a minute. It continues on. Verse 21, beloved, if our heart does not condemn us, we have confidence towards God. Whatever we ask, we receive from him because we keep his commandments and do those things that are pleasing in his sight. There's a promise there. We can never get to the place to where we're going to get what we need in this situation, whatever we're going to. We can never get there until we quit beating ourselves up. We've got to stop. Because we know that's coming from the devil. God has saved. If, if we mess up, what does is, what is the good Lord tell us? What does Jesus tell us? In, and I believe in 1 John. If we confess our sin, he is faithful and just to forgive us of our sin and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. We mess up. Lord, forgive me. I fail. I'm, I'm sorry. Forgive me where I failed you, Lord. Jesus, thank you. And you go about your day. God wants you to know today, he does not want you to live a guilt-ridden life. I, you know, even as my kids are, you know, as, as my kids are grown and, you know, they're in their 30s and grandkids, the whole thing. Do you know, I still beat myself up sometimes. Maybe I should have done this or that as a parent. That's not unbelievable. We're long gone. They're on their own. You know, having babies everywhere. I mean, it's just, uh, they're great. They're good. They're good. They're okay. But here's the point. See how the devil still does that? He doesn't stop. He never stops. What I'm here to tell you today, if our heart condemns us, God is greater than our hearts and knows all things. And we trust him today. We believe who he is. And we go before him with whatever it might be. He says, I'm not only going to give you grace that I've saved you, but because you are my child, I'm going to add grace and it goes together. I'm going to give you favor. And in the midst of what you're going through today, that freedom to live, that favor, he'll give you a blessing this week you didn't see coming. Because you go to him and you say, Lord, I don't, I don't understand this. I, I don't get it. I can't figure it out. But I know, I know I'm not going to beat myself up anymore because you are greater than my heart. You are my Lord. You are my heavenly Father. And you are my Savior. And you have freely given to me. You died on the cross. That's what you died on the cross for was for me and for me to live by your resurrection power. Not to feel just beat up all the time. He wants you to live in victory. And we overcome by our faith. So I challenge you today as we close. I want to read it again. 
Just that last verse. Whatever we ask, we receive from him because we keep his commandments and do the things that are pleasing in his sight. Guess what's going to happen along the way? Along the way of that path of, of you being rewarded, you're going to be tempted. And there's going to think things are going to come your way. Either to beat yourself down more or there's going to be temptations as you walk out the story of the world. You know, sometimes after church, I'll, I don't know, whatever I'm doing, you know, going to Circle K, getting a big golf, whatever I'm doing, you know, and I'll, and I'll, and I'll think of something, you know, whatever it might be, something just pops in my head, and I get, I'll say, gosh, you reprobate, you just got done preaching a message, what are you thinking about, <laughs> right, now I'm just being honest with you, now, what's the point, God knows my heart, God knows my heart, God knows your heart today. He knows that you love him. He knows you're trying to live his way. And he knows the devil is coming from every way imaginable. What did Jesus say as I close today? Was he's tempted in the wilderness. He's tired. He's hungry. 40 days of fasting, the devil comes to him. And every time of those three temptations in the wilderness, he wants to give him everything in this world. Jesus quotes scripture. He quotes his word. You want to make life easier? You want to live free? Just open up his word today. And know as I close with our verse that is our verse for our church that we live by. The book of Romans tells us that we live by the one who died for us. We live by his abundant grace. And by his abundant grace, we will reign in life. That's who we serve. Let's pray. So our heads are bowed today. I want to ask you as a believer, first of all, where is it right now that's out of your control? Maybe it's your health. Maybe it's your job. Maybe it's your family situation. Maybe it's your kids. Maybe it's yourself. And you're fearful of what's happening in our world. And it paralyzes you on a way that you can't live. And you want to live a certain way. I want you to know that you can reign in life, spiritual with spiritual, through Jesus Christ. You can't do it with man's wisdom. You can't do it with buck knowledge. You can't do it that way. You got to go to the good Lord. He's there for us. He's going to help you. And even though you don't have the answer today, he's going to give you peace. He's going to give you joy. He's going to bless you for being here today. He's going to bless you for listening to this message today because you're willing by faith to trust him enough to turn this broadcast on or to be here in church today. He sees that. He knows your heart. He knows your heart. He knows who you are. And he's going to get you through this. Because you are his son and you're his daughter. And one day in heaven, we will continue to learn ages to come every day about his grace. If you're here or you're watching, you don't know Jesus is your Savior. We reign in life through God who loved us, who gave us his son. If 
you don't know Jesus today, you say, Dallas, what do I have to do? It's a gift. It's his grace. Pray this prayer if you're watching. Jesus, I believe that you're God's son. I know that you died on the cross for me, and you shed your perfect blood for all of my sins. And I ask you right now to come into my heart, Jesus. Forgive me for all of my sins. Thank you, Jesus, for saving me. And from this day forward, help me to live by your resurrection power. Father, if there's someone here today that needs to accept you right here in the place that we worship at Tadmore, Lord, if someone's here today, as we give this invitation song, as Ben leads us, freely given. You've freely given us all of what you have. Lord, we can never thank you enough. We live in that freedom. Lord, if there's someone here today that needs to know he's your Savior, may they accept you. May they accept you right now. This is invitation time, and I can show them in your word, and they can find heaven as their home. So, Lord, we ask you as Ben leads us today in Jesus' name. Amen. I hope Jesus, through the power of the Holy Spirit, has spoke to you today through his word. You know, no matter what you go through, no matter what you face in life, I want you to know that through the one, Jesus Christ, through his death on the cross of Calvary, he shed his perfect blood for you and for me. And if you pray right now and ask Jesus into your heart, the message that you heard today, why God is speaking to you, I want you to know that you can have hope. And all you have to do is pray with me right now. Don't try and figure it out. The Lord says by faith, we accept Jesus as our Savior, and you'll have hope for eternity. You say, Dallas, will you help me? What do I have to do? Well, let me share with you a verse. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believes in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. If you're willing to believe that God sent his son to die on a cross for you, just pray this prayer with me right now. And you can have heaven as your home. Jesus will forgive you for anything you've done in this life. And you can have hope from this day forward. Pray this prayer. Dear Jesus, forgive me a sinner. I believe that you're God's son. And you came and lived a perfect life. And you died on the cross. And you shed your perfect blood for all of my sin. And right now, Jesus, I ask you to come into my heart to forgive me for all of my sins and to cleanse me from all unrighteousness. And from this day forward, help me to live by your resurrection power. In Jesus' name. If you've prayed that prayer, we want to hear from you. Contact us through our website, City Church AC, or you can get at our church app through any of the um, streaming services, and we want you to know that we'll contact you. And from this day forward, no matter what you face, you'll always have hope, knowing that Jesus is your Savior, and he'll come through in your life. Thank you for being with us today.